Hey, it's your host, Abigail Pumphrey, and I'm on a personal mission to help more small business owners become financially free. I like to nerd out on all things business, marketing, and most definitely the numbers. I'm talking all the lessons learned as I turned a layoff into a seven-figure online business. I like to share it all and no conversation is off the table. We talk actionable strategies, biz challenges, and all the things life throws your way. Grief, anxiety, loss, and resilience are all topics you'll find here. So grab a cup of coffee and settle in because you're listening to the Strategy Hour podcast brought to you by Boss Project. We are in the middle of the fastest moving technology shift in our lifetime. And for the majority of us listening, we live through the birth of the internet. So that's definitely saying something. Here's the good news. It's good news. Truly, I have so much to fill you in on. Join me for my upcoming workshop, The Market Shift. It's so crucial to online businesses that I'm offering it completely for free. No strings attached, just pure actionable insights that will help you navigate the coming changes. But that's not all. If you attend live and stay until the end, you'll get exclusive access to my brand new mini course, The Two-Click Funnel absolutely free. Inside, I'm giving you the exact automation funnel I'm running that consistently converts organic traffic into loyal buyers in minutes. Join me and prepare your business for the future. Go to bossproject.com shift to register now. If you're hearing this, there's still time. Don't miss out bossproject.com shift. So I have a question for you, Emily. I am a person who has always struggled with an out of sight, out of mind. Uh huh. Yep, same. And in most areas of my life, I have figured out how to mitigate it by like either everything has a place and like I know where to go look for something. Mm -hmm. But there's just some things that I swear, unless I just like leave it out, I will literally never remember I have the thing. Yep. And I don't like clutter. So I don't know how to do like it's bothering me in like 17 ways right now. Uh-huh. I wish I had a solution for you, but I do not because I am literally the exact same way. And if like my vitamins aren't on the counter or this thing isn't on the counter, then I will just forget that I own them. Like and it just won't. And I have that same problem with like, you know, like backup, like lotions or shampoos and stuff like that. I just literally forget that I own them. And if it's under a cabinet or in a closet, I no longer have it. Although I will tell you, I also have a freaky ability. Like it's freakish. It's almost psychic where like (laughs) someone in my house will be looking for something and go looking for it and they can't find it. So they'll ask me and I have to close my eyes and just stand very quiet for a second and just think about the thing or like if I saw or like where the vibe of where I think that it might be. And quite literally, the skill is so weird. My mom has it too, where I can be like- The mom thing. "Uh Uh Uh-huh. I said, oh, it's in the teal cabinet that's in the dining room. If you open the left-hand drawer and- pull out this tote. It's behind or underneath, like whatever, whatever. Like it's like an exact location. So why can we do that if someone asks us, but like it doesn't exist unless you ask me? hundred percent. I don't get it. It's so freaking frustrating. Yep. There's so much I've figured out a system to like make it work. Like with, you know, vitamins and taking allergy meds and stuff, you know, I have 
I guess I've never really admitted it on the show, but I have sleep apnea, guys. <laughs> but I hate having my CPAP out. And so like I have it in a drawer and I have a rule. I can't close the drawer unless I've taken my allergy medication. It's mm-hmm. literally right next to it. Mm-hmm. And like that has worked for me as a system. I can see that being helpful. And then similarly, like with food and stuff, like I can't just go to the grocery store blind or I literally would have like... 20 pounds of flour. And so I plan before I go to the grocery store and all of that works and stuff. But there's some stuff like with exercise things, like I bought this. Do you remember when the hula hoop thing was trending on TikTok? Stop it. (laughs) The weighted hula hoop. I loved the freaking skip it. Oh, yeah. I loved the skip it. And so it's essentially a skip it but like for your hips, not your feet. Uh huh. So I got it and it is so fun and I would love to do it every day. And I freaking forget that I Uh own the thing. We were at my aunt's house for like a a fish fry or whatever, a couple weeks ago. And it was like Penny and my mom and like a whole bunch of grandparents and whatever. And for some reason, Brian's mom brought hula hoops just like entertain the kiddos. And so Penny's hula hooping in the driveway and she was like, mama, you should do it. I'm like, I literally cannot tell you the last time I tried to hula hoop. And so I honestly thought it was going to be a giant failure. Girl, hula hooping is like riding a bike. Like I was just like, oh, 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 because it's all in the hips. You just got to. And so I was like, I can walk in hula hoop. I can like kind of jog in hula hoop. I can bring the hula hoop down to my knees and then back up to my hip. Like I was like, girl, I need to enter a hula hoop contest. <laughs> well, I'm not. I thought my mother-in-law won a hula hoop contest on a cruise ship. Like, are you serious? Decades ago. Oh my so God. I was like, um, Nani, you need to show us your hula hoop skills. So Brian's mom, who's this like literal pita pocket of an Italian woman. Like she's a tiny person. So she's over here like, Ooh. <laughs> I have video of it. And Nana did it too. And I have video of Nana. Oh, I'm going to need mm-hmm. evidence of this. Apparently like hula hooping is genetic on both sides for me. Like oh, it's, it's, wild. We, are, we are hula hooping queens. Well, but see, I was never good at it as a kid, but nobody's surprised that I'm not coordinated. So that that's <laughs> not a thing. I just wish I could come up with a solution for like, I don't want to see it, but I also want to not forget that it exists. I have to see it. Or there's, I mean, it's very similar to your, like, you can't close the drawer until you do this thing. There's, I'm blanking on it right now, but maybe I'll remember it. There's a blogger that I follow that shares a lot of tricks like this often where she's like, I put like, you know, she'll put her vitamins like next to the water glasses or something. So they're in a cabinet, but every morning she's going to drink a glass of water. And so her vitamins are right there. She's just like, oh, I'm going to do this right here. So it's got to be in places that like, you're going to remember. Yeah. No. Even mine is like, so I tried to do that. I put my vitamins in my coffee mug cabinet because I every morning get out my coffee. I don't even see them. I look for a mug. And then I get a mug and I close the doors. Mm-hmm. I don't even see that there are bottles. Yeah, because like unless it's new to the area. Right. Right. I'll see it initially and then I'll literally become blind to it. And my spouse does not understand this about me. And I'm like, I don't know. Like, uh-uh. I don't know what to tell you. It's so freaking frustrating. You know, but anyway. there might be a solution for you. Because did you know, Abby, <laughs> that... <laughs> I know where this is going. Did you know, Abby, that over 2,000 new AI tools have launched in the past 30 days? 
Actually, I didn't know the exact number, but I am not surprised by the number. And I'm excited. So we had a conversation about AI when Emily like didn't even know that ChatGPT <laughs> launched. Was honestly, rock. honestly comical to me now. Uh-huh. Because when did we have that conversation? Less than three months ago? Yeah. And so we want to have a follow-up conversation to the AI thing. Because I think initially people were like, Ooh, is this going to be, for me, it was like, is this going to be like the web three thing where everyone's saying it's the new thing and you should be paying attention right? or like metaverse, like you should be NFT, you should be paying attention, but it's not really impacting you. I honestly, with conviction can tell you AI will change how we work. 100%. Period. Period. It's so vastly different than the other examples that you brought up even already, because like it's brought up in so many conversations. And there are conversations with like grandparents and older aunts and relatives of mine who are bringing it up and being like, how do we think it's going to change like this aspect or this industry or whatever. Someone was saying the other day how they were using chat GPT for ideas on, you know, how to, I don't know how to write an email or respond to someone or whatever. I don't even think it was business related. It was just life. And her concern is, and it just is so funny how this is just so like, predictable for every generation. You're always going to be concerned about something. Her concern was something like it's going to teach her how to like forget how to write basically. And in the same sense that I think everyone had the fear of like when they stopped teaching cursive, like it's going to help us forget how to write cursive. Or like when we were texting on phones, instead of writing emails or letters, it's going to make us forget how to write complete sentences or use proper grammar. And I'm like, while that might be true, it will then just evolve to our standards. It's yeah. going to evolve to the next thing. And yeah. like you can either stay still or you can keep going. I saw this excellent. It's so funny to me. Early in my career, Gary Vee really drove me nuts. And lately, like he'll say something. And I'm like, yeah, I completely agree with you. Well, I um, think so, he's speaking a little calmer these days. I know. I don't know. Did he go to like anger management or something? Anyway, he like made my heart pop. I know. Literally, I couldn't listen at all. Anyway, not about (laughs) side note, (laughs) side note. Okay. So he said, and I thought it was just so perfect. He said, I don't care how you choose to use AI right now. He's like, honestly, doesn't matter. He said, what you're doing is practicing for when it does matter and you'll be able to keep up. And so essentially, you know, I remember like early on, like going back to grade school, like this is going to make me sound really freaking old, but I know everyone listening can relate. You know, we went from learning how to research in a library to learning how to research using search and like literally had classes around it. Literally had classes around how well, to cite things and how to take classes on how to search. I swear to God. Well, I know they really need to go back to it. But see, I think that's why we're so good at it because we literally were at the beginning where we were taught mm-hmm. how to put in good search terms. Yeah. Et cetera. And so like we're now at this like new, I am convinced that this is going to change everything about how we work, but also just how we ask questions, how we look for information etc. I don't know what it's going to mean for things like blog posts and creating content. I have no idea the implications, but I do know that like knowing how to use a tool, even if you don't use it well, is 
essential for you to continue to move forward. Truly. And then I have some exciting websites I want to share with you guys. But truly, I think this is the conversation of like, you know, when we are frustrated with like our grandparents or our great grandparents who like don't know how to use a phone or don't know how to use the internet. It's It's this. We have the opportunity to be the stick in the muds who refuse to learn the new technology and adapt. Or we can learn it and have the skill that it's going to require for us. Because, I mean, my daughter, right, exists now in a world where AI is new, but it's going to be how advanced and incredible by the time she's our age, by the time she's a teenager, right? And so, like, I need to be up to snuff on how to keep her safe and what are our boundaries and our rules and where does it make sense. And I won't know how to do those things unless I'm familiar with the product. Right. Yeah. Unless you're willing to participate in the conversation. And yeah. So let's talk about chat. GPT has been the primary Uh one I've seen people talk about, but ultimately there's been, like you just said, thousands, thousand in the last 30 days. In the last 30 days recording. Yeah. And so it is going to quickly evolve. Now, what I don't know is are those tools built off of some are chat GPT? Some are. But I also know there's other AI s- systems out there. Like Bard was just released by Microsoft last week as of this recording. And I know you're like, Bard? I know. I didn't pick the name. It's wild. <laughs> but anyway, let's talk about some of the new releases and what are kind of holding some yeah. weight already. So I have eight cutting edge AI websites that are going to save you hours of boring work. Okay. Okay. I saved this from an Instagram post, so I didn't research these. Okay, so the first one I want to talk to you about is called Agent GPT. So give your agent any task and it'll do it automatically. So plan strategies, browse the web, or execute a mission for you. All you have to do is sit back and watch. And so what's cool is on this Instagram carousel, it gives you like a little preview of what it looks like. So it looks very similar to ChatGPT and where you'll give it a prompt and it's like thinking, but then it presents you in a little bit more like sequential way to attack the strategy that you're wanting to develop. Well, I saw, I don't know if it's agent specifically, but I saw the concept of an agent and essentially you give like the agent a role and then it'll teach the AI and then it'll develop additional roles as part of it, which is like really freaking wild. But like, imagine you assign like, as if they're a human, like you are now. Well, and that's what it was. You named it. Yeah. You are now this job description. Insert like their kind of roles and responsibilities. And this is what I'm tasking you with. And then it will say, oh, to solve this problem, I also need this agent and I also need this tool and I'm going to research over here. So does this one specifically access the web though? Yes. So this one says it allows you to configure and deploy autonomous AI agents, name your custom AI and have it embark on any goal imaginable. It will attempt to reach the goal by thinking of tasks to do, executing them and learning from the results. So it's in beta, but they're currently working on long-term memory, web browsing, and interaction with websites and people. So like, I would imagine it could make an appointment for you. It could potentially call someone for you. Like, sit on customer service chats for you. (laughs) I'm not going to necessarily comment because it's just wild because we got to keep going. There's a lot here. So yeah. Okay. So, and I'm looking up some of these on the fly right now to give you some more information. Okay. But the second one, and this is, this is one I'm going to immediately utilize 
It's called Trip Notes, tripnotes.ai. Next generation travel planning. Stop searching through terrible TripAdvisor and Google reviews to find the best places. Instead, just tell the AI what you want and it'll do all the work for you. So you literally tell them where you're going. And then I imagine once you're in, you're going to tell them like, give me some restaurants or here's where I'm staying and like map out the like itinerary, basically, which I think would be really cool. So I'm going to use that for Nashville and get some ideas for like, no, I definitely, I definitely want to try it. Now, I will say one of the cool things about being part of the beginning, guys, is a lot of this incredible freaking technology is free. Yep. Yep. And it won't be forever. But like, I'm pretty sure trip notes is just yeah, I don't think you even have to make a profile to start like you literally just say where to San Francisco, California, and then it's gonna like walk you through prompts wild. Give me a three day itinerary. Like mm-hmm. I don't have to make a profile or anything to access mm-hmm. it. I'm interrupting myself to bring you something that could change your business forever. I'm hosting a workshop that's so important. I've made it 100% free for all online businesses. Here's what I can promise you. Inside the market shift, you're going to get the most value-packed 90 minutes you've seen in years. I'm going to share the ecosystem that represents online businesses today. You're going to walk away knowing how to create more predictable income and sustainably scale, regardless of where you're starting today. You'll uncover the AI secrets top entrepreneurs use to stay ahead, boost productivity, and secure their future. You'll have the exact equation that's making wealthy people wealthier and be able to steal copy-paste it before it widens the wealth gap any further. When you attend live and stay until the end, you'll get access to my exclusive brand new mini course, the two-click funnel, absolutely free. Inside, I'm giving you the exact automation funnel I've been running that consistently converts organic traffic into loyal buyers in minutes. Save your seat right now at bossproject.com slash shift, then share it with a friend. There isn't much time between now and the workshop, so head right now to bossproject.com slash shift to claim your spot. Still searching for a great candidate for your company? Don't search, just match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. I love that Indeed makes it easy to hire because I'm busy enough already. We've had to weed through hundreds of applications in the past. We could have saved so much time if we'd used Indeed. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash strategy hour. Just go to Indeed.com slash strategy hour right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash strategy hour. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Okay, so this next one is called crisp with a K. Background noises annoying you in a meeting, dog barking, kids crying. With crisp, there are no worries. AI-powered noise cancellation technology ensures nobody in your call hears it. This has got to be what Zoom added. Yes, 100%. Because Zoom's background voice cancellation is insane insane and it's dramatically changed and we can't even decide when it changed but it was Mm -hmm. like one day we could hear dogs barking and then the next we couldn't 
at all ever. And I'll be like, I'm so sorry. And you're like, what? I didn't hear anything. Yeah. I'm like, I can't hear because yep. dogs are barking. This one is free for 60 minutes a day of noise or eight bucks a month for unlimited. Like affordable, beta, incredible, so exciting. Okay, this next one is called Gamma. Gamma AI equals chat GPT meets presentations. Type in a prompt and Gamma can create presentations, slide deck, and even websites. So these are the kinds of things that I'm like, ooh, I don't know how I feel for designers and salespeople. To me, these things are no different than like browsing stock imagery or templates that are... It's a starting point. It's It's a starting point. It's not the end product. Right, right. But it could help you get unstuck. It could help you create something like on the fly, all that kind of stuff. Okay, so this next one is called Prompt Storm. Getting writer's block when writing prompts? Fear no longer. Prompt Storm is a Chrome extension that helps you create highly personalized, relevant, and useful prompts for your specific goals. So an example they have on here is, I'm 35 years old. What are three best ways to build muscle and gain strength? Please put this in a table format. And so it literally is chat GPT, but formatted for how you're wanting to kind of like present that information. Yeah, it's essentially helping you write better prompts from the beginning because you can like categorize what your ask is about. And that's interesting. I think this is the kind of thing, it doesn't hurt to try it because if it's going to help you think in a way that you wouldn't have naturally, it's like learning to ride a bike. It's going to help you train your wheels. I like this. Okay. Okay. This next one I'm also going to use and I'm going to use it for work. And I feel like this could be kind of next level for us. So it's called rose.ai research faster with rose, eliminate hours, finding, cleaning, visualizing, and transforming data using the power of AI. So basically instead of searching through countless Google links to find obscure charts, you just give it the data. You type in what you're looking for and it will generate the infographic for you. Oh, I love that. Just Uh thinking about information in new ways. I'm all about it. Because I think to me, I love me a chart. Mm, Give me a sexy data chart. For me, like visualizing information in a new way helps me understand so much better and such uh, on a deeper level. And I love me a chart. And I'm asking Kate to make me a chart all of the time. And I think that this could be just really cool. There's also a buy and sell data on here. So it is a trusted third-party data marketplace where data sets can be previewed, bought, and sold. And so that's a different aspect. Okay, another one is called perplexity. So this one is Google plus chat GPT equals perplexity. Perplexity gives you brilliant, more refined answers to prompts with cited sources. The user interface is gorgeous. It looks like a Google Doc and really easy to use. It saves your threads. There's popular trending topics, research around it. Again, I think it's a starting point for when you're wanting to write content, when you're wanting to prepare a topic, when, you know, and there's an iPhone app. Well, I think the challenge and who will win this race, I think is the thing that keeps coming up for me is how can you effectively blend search to take advantage of all the information that humans have been producing since we started the internet and documenting and like digitizing and all of the stuff and combine it with AI technology. I think people are scared of that, but whoever wins that race is going to take over Google. 100%. 
100. I'm already it's Google or not. GPT before Google, like recently. I've been looking at TikTok and chat GPT to find an answer to my question. And finding it in a way that you want to absorb the information. Yes. yes. Current information, easy to digest. Yeah. Like even recipes with TikTok, it's like, okay, I'll search for the recipe, watch how they make it. Is that how I want to show up? Is that ingredients I have? Does that look like the kind of thing I'm trying to do? And then I still ultimately end up on the people's website because I don't want to read the instructions by watching a video that does not work for me. But like the searching for it is interesting. So I like the idea of perplexity potentially combining the thing. Will they be the winner to that race? I don't know. Right. Okay. So this last one I have for you, and and this is honestly my favorite version of AI, which first of all, even before I share this one, AI is not new. Like chat GPT is new, but AI in general is not. No, no, no. Right. AI has been around for decades and it is used in a lot of different softwares and tools that maybe you haven't been aware of previously. And this is just becoming more obvious. But what I love is when people use AI technology for a very specific niche like the travel one, or maybe meal planning would be cool. Or like, I love niche versions of it. So this is one, it's called Kick Resume. It's an AI resume writer. Automate your CV creation with a resume builder. It literally like formats it and helps you come up with prompts for the different sections that a resume requires. And so I think if you get stuck or you want to be a little bit outside of the box, that this could be a cool, again, starting point to get you there. I think the thing to remember is that ChatGPT is only as old as what, 2020? And so we have to remember that the most current information, the most current trends, the most current in marketing or what's working in whatever that you're actually searching for might be a little dated. Now, there's a ton of additional apps out there. Obviously, we've just barely scratched the surface. And I think Emily mentioned ones that are not necessarily work focused. Some are helping you get better at asking the right questions. And some are about helping you tackle a very specific thing in your life. But I would say, in general, you should be on the lookout for a couple of different things that are going to be coming up. Because I think there is in the workspace, three kinds of ways to look at it or use it, not only from finding the right AI app to help you with the thing, but also even if you're using an app that's more generalized, like the AI itself, like chat GPT, where it's not industry specific, it's not to solve a specific problem, looking at it by how can you look at something industry-wide to the type of problem, like, you know, Maybe you're trying to make a hiring decision or having a communication thing you want to work through or you're trying to generate more content or whatever. What is the problem you're going after and thus what solution are you looking for? Or even role-specific things. And I think this is the one that I'm probably the most excited about because it's not about... (laughs) the AI doing your job for you, but how can you do your job better, faster, with getting stuck less often? To me, it's about optimization. And so I'm excited about ways I can do it. I'm still not utilizing it daily yet. I know there's already people that are using it a hundred times a day. And so It's going to be a habit forming thing that takes time to figure out how to ask better questions or when you could insert it into your workflow. 
But I'm going to be both on the lookout for how I can use it for our industry, for those problems that are coming up in our business and my role specifically, but also looking for apps that are developed specifically in those areas. And it's easy to think that I think one of my misconceptions early on was, well, if this app is built off of this AI, then I don't even need to use the app. I can just go direct to the source it was built off of. But I don't think I understood initially because AI is still just like such a foreign concept overall, but they could be adding so much additional learnings to the base that the current, even if the base model is highly intelligent, if you're trying to have it do a very specific task or solve a very specific problem, it having a ton of additional knowledge could dramatically change the output. And so I wouldn't be hesitant to experiment with these different types of things. I'm not over here heavily investing in anything right now. I'm just like, ooh, this new thing is open. Let me just see if it's something I want to take advantage of and testing and experimenting. Kind of in the same way, like early on, we looked at SaaS, like in our business to solve problems. I think AI is that as the next level thing. Absolutely. Yeah. When you're looking at and exploring different softwares to handle different processes in your business, it's the absolute thing. It's why you, you know, spend the hours that you do researching the project management software that you want to use or, you know, some sort of like integration for your email provider or wherever you're going to post, you know, your client files or whatever it might be in the same vein that you're looking at solutions for those problems. This needs to be tackled in that same way. Right. A hundred percent. And so you're probably going to spend just as much time initially comparing different AIs and like comparing different costs and what's going to make the most sense for you. And I would just, it's so early and it's evolving so quickly. I wouldn't make any huge decisions right away, me personally, but like keep trying new things. The next thing I specifically wanted to bring up, because I do think one of Emily and my skills is is the ability to ask good questions, not only of our clients, but even like in our ability to resource ourselves in our business. Like utilizing search has been a huge part of our ability to figure out how to solve a problem and move forward and get unstuck quickly. And so for those of you who are feeling challenged by how to ask good questions to even get something that's relevant out of these different bots. One of the things I've noticed, people are developing a ton of, you know, free downloads, a hundred different ways you can ask (laughs) questions. You know, it's still early enough. Download some of those things. See if you're inspired by some of those things. One that I saw that I think was interesting is you can leverage your question by utilizing different principles, methods, or learning types that already exist, because it likely knows what those things are. So you could say, I want to leverage insert X principle, insert X whatever, and have you identify something. So one example of this was leverage the Pareto principle, Pareto principle of learning. And it's the concept that the 20% of the topic or skill set is going to result in 80% of the results. And so instead of you trying to learn 100% of the thing, learn the 20% that's the most important part that's going to get you the most 
fast moving leverage result. And so people are utilizing this as an opportunity to not just solve a problem or move through something faster, but also as a new way to learn. And so I think it's important that we're paying attention to new ways to learn things, especially if they're skills we don't currently have and want to continue to hone. And I know because I've watched myself do it. I watched myself do it with TikTok. I was hesitant to immerse myself in this new technology and this new community to participate in it. And I don't want to stay stuck. Like I want to keep evolving and keep growing. And so if people are learning things in new ways or whatever, like I may not go zero to a hundred where, you know, some of these people are like launching new courses and brand new businesses and like less than a week. Yeah. I don't think I'm there. Right. But I'm also like, I don't want to be the person that waited three years to right. try when literally right. three months has been like a decade yeah. for this technology. Yeah. So asking good questions. And then I also liked this option when you're just feeling stuck and like not really sure what to ask. If you know the concept you're wanting to explore, like, you know, I want to be better at sales follow-up or I want to write better SEO rich headlines or I mean, insert whatever topic, you can say the idea that you want to explore and then literally tell the bot. I'm not sure where to start. Please ask me as many questions as you would like so you can help me to the best of your ability. And I watched someone go through this prompt and it was kind of wild. Like it asked 20 follow-up questions to the one thing. And then they literally just numbered one answer, two answer, three answer. And then like it learned so much more about their intent and like their goal with it that it was able to more quickly get to the root without as much refinement along the way. That's really cool. It's kind of like starting backwards, I feel like. Instead of you giving the refinement, you set up the bot to understand what you're Yeah, I've also heard as a response to that one, people were talking about in the comments of this video that that felt overwhelming to them because it spit out like 35 questions. And it said, talk to me like we're having a conversation and ask me one at a time. And it understood the concept of asking them one at a time, which is just wild. And so you do what's going to feel the most natural to you. Well, I've even seen that, the the step past that, I've seen some people who they have wanted to learn a new skill, but they feel overwhelmed about how, like, how far deep do they need to get into learning about this thing to like master it perfectly. And so they'll ask these questions, like establish their baseline basically about this topic or skill set. But then they have the AI help them create like a syllabus, so to speak, of what order to tackle learning this new thing. So you don't feel overwhelmed. And I feel like that could be really helpful for like our neurodivergent peeps who are listening, who are like, I want to do this thing. I want to learn this skill, but like, I literally don't even know where to start and then how to tackle it once I am given the information that I don't know. And I think it could be really helpful. Well, very similarly. Early on, one of my things was taking a problem, but then I actually gave it like a timeline. Like, I want to accomplish this by date. Mm. Give me a roadmap of steps I can take along the way and a reasonable timeline to accomplish them. And for me, it was 
I want to publish a children's book by X date. Like essentially how do I work backwards and like, what are the steps? And I felt like in some areas, there's some things that it's not as strong in and it's still learning. And so part of it's like, am I asking the best version of the question? I don't know. So often I'm like, I want to resource it with additional resources. So I think that gives you guys a lot to think about and a lot to explore. We mentioned a lot of different AI softwares today for you guys to dig into. I would love to hear if there are any that you are loving and that you're obsessed with and how it's changed your day to day. And if we find something that helps that out of sight, out of mind, in particular, using AI technology, please let us know so we can utilize that as well. And let's just continue to see how this evolves and how it changes our lives and small business as we know it today. Hey, a few quick favors before you leave. I'd love if you'd share today's episode, send it to a friend who needs to hear it and post on social. You can show us where you're listening from, your favorite takeaway, or why someone else should listen. Be sure to tag me at Abigail Says and at Boss Project so we can share it. Okay, second favor, to get podcast updates and all the behind the scenes news from Boss Project, I'd love if you'd join my VIP list. Just head to bossproject.com slash sign up to make sure I have all your contact details. Really love this show? It would mean so much to me if you'd leave a rating and review. It not only helps more listeners find the show, but allows us to bring on quality sponsors so we can keep bringing you this valuable content for free. Thanks so much for listening. Until next time.